0: Welcome to Shortcut to Sunday. I'm Ben. And I'm Bruce. And this is your podcast for March 1st, 2020. We are coming to you not live from Holy Family Episcopal Church in Fishers, Indiana. And uh, this is your first Sunday in Lent. Um, go, man. Go, go Lent. Man. Go Lent, um, go. Uh, uh, what I want to do first and foremost before we get into anything else, let us dispel uh, and have a quick discussion as to what Lent is as opposed to what it is not. Because generally speaking, and and, and we had a uh, a, a, a funny uh, uh, back and forth about this before we started recording, uh, on the website that you and I share, uh, you change over to uh, the, yeah. the, the lectionary reading for this Sunday, and suddenly on the banner at the top of the website, a very sad Jesus yes. appears.
1: The, the Vanderbilt University <laughs> lectionary site, which... We highly recommend. Yes, has one of the saddest Jesus faces you can ever find.
0: <laughs> he is very sad he that is it is very Lent. sad.
1: Um, and, and I think that it that he looks disappointed. He looks sad. very
0: disappointed. Like, oh, I really hoped it wouldn't happen again this yes. year. <laughs> which which I'm sure is Christmas
1: a was way too short. Yes,
0: is is a is a uh, uh, it's it's a it's a feeling that many of us I think would would share. Uh, and, uh, uh, we would want, we, we would, I think a lot of us would like a, 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 maybe not a Lent, uh, uh this year, but, um, it's t- too bad. So anyways, I, I want you to, to describe what it is, what is Lent and what are we actually supposed to, uh, be, uh, feeling during this season? Cause it's not, it's not, uh, we're not supposed to be feeling a sense of shame and immeasurable sadness as far as I'm aware, right? This is... Or or are unless we? unless you need it, <laughs> unless you need it. So this is one of those like if you feel that way, it's probably because you deserve no. no I mean...
1: <laughs> well, there, there's that old saying that's been attributed to too many people that the purpose of the church is to comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. The comfortable, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's sort of that um, type of ideal around Lent, where it's it's a time where we are supposed to simplify our lives in a way that gives more room for God to operate in our lives. And that's been, sadly, I think, interpreted all too often as focusing on being a miserable sinner who doesn't deserve anything good, instead of stepping back and being a little more realistic about Mm -hmm. the good and the bad in Mm -hmm. life and how to make it one that's more in line with how God would have us live. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and I suppose we should also view this in the context of this is not a season that is new to us right. conceptually. So uh, we should also operate appropriately. That we it's also in preparation for the season coming.
1: That, that right. Right. That that's a very good point. That it's primarily to prepare us for the joy of Easter. Right. And so the the simplifying life dynamic is simply so that we have room for easter joy in okay. our lives rather than saying oh yeah i, I have way too many projects go, projects going on to have room for even a bit of jocularity let alone full-blown divine joy
0: <clears throat> so this uh but this very this very sad jesus uh uh while uh encapsulating as you were i think you were telling me uh, uh it, it's a it's a russian uh artist who right. is trying to capture also the Current emotion of the of the Russian people in the 1870s. Uh, right, the 1870s. <laughs> a lot of this is making more and more sense. <laughs> um, uh, it, it is not necessarily the feeling that we are supposed to have. Um,
1: well, yeah, and one of the things to remember as Episcopalians is the supposed tos are a very short list. Sure, and, and especially around <clears throat> something as general as as Lent. We believe each person will be given by God whatever it is they need. And it, it may be a sense of depressed introspection. More likely, it's we hope it's a sense of, a, of God's love for us in a more and more deepening way. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Very good. Well, like I said, I wanted
0: to kind of get that out of the yeah. way. Uh, uh, I think the other thing that I would like to get out of the way, though, is... Uh, um, uh, a, a little bit of plug promotion for our for for our, mm-hmm. our, our congregation because uh, one of the things uh, we we kind of made a couple of suggestions for right. people for Lent. So since this is being released on Tuesday, which is Shrove Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a pancake dinner if, if you're listening to this the morning of. You don't have to cook tonight. Right. Uh, come it's to right. the church. Uh, for it, it, it all pays. Uh, all the money goes towards the, the proceeds, go towards the youth group. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have a all-you-can-eat pancake supper. Yeah. Uh, uh, so five to seven. Five to seven. Uh, and, and there is sausage. <laughs> and there is sausage as well. Yes, exactly. So, um, but, uh, and then Ash Wednesday is a seven o'clock service. Uh, but
1: seven p.m. Seven p.m.
0: Sorry, yes, yeah, seven p.m. Uh, uh, that would that would be my sad Jesus face. It was seven a.m. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, for some of you, I know that's that that's perfectly when you're awake and finally yeah. ready to go. Uh, I am not. Um, so, but uh, um, if you're listening to this as the season of Lent is preparing to start, or as it has just started. Mm-hmm. Um, We've made a couple of suggestions as to right. like, things that uh, disciplines, practices that you can implement for the Lenten season because we've also, we also have this tendency that Lent is about giving something up. Right. And it's not really uh, about that. It's turned into that as far as the tradition yeah. goes. Yeah, give but, up
1: chocolate. <clears throat> right.
0: Give yeah. up chocolate. Give up. Uh, I've I done caffeine before in the past. Uh, uh, and uh, I'll, I'll cut somebody if I have to do that. Again. <laughs> um, but, um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, the. Uh, 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 we're we're encouraging people to to do kind of more of an addition as yeah. opposed to a subtraction. So you want to talk real yeah quick about we, that? We um came the uh,
1: we came up with five generalized areas, uh, being them, and the areas are <laughs> personal prayer mm-hmm. and corporate worship, as in come to church every Sunday, come to the Holy Week services, mm-hmm. see what yeah. difference that makes. Um, study. Um, Of scripture and holy texts, um, or just inspirational texts. It may be a novel that tells us something about God, uh, even metaphorically. Service to others Mm -hmm. and um, (coughs) sharing of what God has given to us. So, money, time, and skills.
0: Very good. Yeah, Yeah. lots of options. Lots of things that are that that require you to take away, right, or to you know to to. Beat yourself over the head uh, with, like, uh, uh, right. as a as as, as sad Jesus uh, would would seem to imply <laughs> that you
1: need to do. Yeah, please drop rocks on your toes. Right, exactly. Which <laughs> is what that painting <laughs> looks like has <It's> just happened.
0: <laughs> I stubbed my toe and I'm all alone.
1: That's <laughs> what it looks. Yeah, but, and and to be clear, we don't think any individual should do all five, but instead, <laughs> but choose what. But hey, if you are that kind of saint. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> it's prime time to declutter your spiritual life. <laughs>
0: so yeah, lots lots, lots yeah. of options. Uh, lots of options uh, uh, there for, yeah, for you kind can of a legend
1: practice. You can see more about it on the parish website and Facebook page and yeah. all those Absolutely. social media outlets. Well, let's move over to my uh, word of the day, the uh-huh. stuff, the priest section. Um,
0: today I've chosen a word that sounds like you're going to sit there, like even you there <laughs> listening will also go, oh, I bet I know it. That is, and then you think maybe to yourself, oh, How many letters? Do we have apples? No, it, it's pretty straightforward. Christology. Oh, but how would you define Christology? Technically, it's usually pronounced Christology. Christology. I, uh, I, because I, yes. it's Greek. I put the em- emphasis on the wrong <laughs> syllable.
1: <clears throat> well, you made the Christology. I. Christology.
0: Yes, i made it a long I.
1: It is literally the study of Christ. The meaning of the what scholars will call the Christ event mm-hmm. to both individuals and to the whole wide world um, and it may seem like it's like well, we can say three things and then we're done, but of course, to capture all the different ways in which Christ possibly is part of the world as well as those that Everyone thinks Christ is part of the world, who's a Christian fills libraries mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely yeah so it's a, it's a big big topic and and also one that has divided denominations through the absolutely. Uh,
0: so I, I was kind of fascinated by the definition that was put on this website. So the work of Christ concerns uh, uh, which is what Christology is the mm-hmm. work of Christ uh, concerns the action of God in the Incarnation. In reconciling to the world to himself, which is a reference to Second Corinthians, since the sixteenth or sorry, six, since the sixth, yeah, sixteenth century. Oh, sixteenth. Okay. Yeah, since yeah, well, let's hear what the rest yeah. of the sentence Then uh, many Protestant and some Anglican theologians have focused their discussion of Christ's work in the three offices of prophet, priest, and king, and then oh, that yeah. it, it, it gives you a whole like rabbit hole you can go down. And see, <laughs> uh, Uduecanianism. <laughs> Uh, Nestorianism or atonement uh, yeah. in this dictionary to, to learn more about those three offices. Uh, from the Greek Christos, Christ, and logia for doctrine. Uh, in, Christ, in Christian theology, the word refers to the doctrine of Christ. It can be used in a broad sense to designate the whole body of teaching about Jesus uh, the Christ, including both his person and his work. The scope, the traditional scope of Christology, however, is narrower. It covers only an exposition of the person of Christ, usually in terms of the uh, uh, Chalcedonian definition, a carefully balanced formula designed to express both the full humanity of Jesus of Nazareth and his divinity as the son of God. Uh So, um, that's right. (laughs) Right. but uh what, what that what that's what's interesting uh about or at least to me about that definition is what christology is actually about is balancing that humanity right. and the divine um because i think i somewhere way beyond w- w- way in the past uh, uh uh from weeks past uh i did one word that talked solely about whether or not there was humanity and yeah,
1: and, yeah i think it was about and, two weeks ago yeah. No,
0: it was longer, <laughs> like like nine months ago. <clears throat> but uh, but um, so, the Christology is is kind of would be a building block onto that, taking yeah. that as gospel or th- that is that is as truth. Then Christology is it, all, it kind of plays in that sandbox of of uh, uh, both his humanity and uh, and the divine. So it, it creates for kind of an interesting logia. <sighs>
1: oh, well done. <sighs> Oh okay. I I borrowed that from the definition. Oh, okay. Logia, <laughs> uh meaning doctrine from the Greek. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, and it and you're right. It's um it there is so much that can be talked about in the uh how much is Jesus divine? How much is Jesus human? That we we as humans are still arguing about it now. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason is is that it's it's beyond what our minds can comprehend.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It, 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 there's, it, at no point in time did uh, God come down in the form of a dove and land on a sun and say, just in case you were wondering, he's 90% divine, right. 10% human.
1: <laughs> just in case
0: you're curious about the makeup yeah. of this one. Uh, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like, uh, you know. Uh, how 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 human was he and 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 or how divine was he or was he a and little how did bit that above dove him? learn to talk? Yeah how did that yeah. <laughs> God is a dove wrangler Uh so anyways, um let's move on to, to yeah. our first reading. Uh we have, Or it
1: gets even weirder. Where it gets even weirder.
0: So Genesis chapter two, verses fifteen through seventeen, and then uh chapter three, one through seven. Garden of Eden. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to till it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, you may freely eat of every tree of the garden, but the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall die. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other wild animal that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God say you shall not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden. But God said, You shall not eat the fruit of the tree that is in the middle of the garden, nor shall you touch it, or you shall die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made loincloths for themselves. Um, So this is a fairly familiar story, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, um, the serpent, uh, I think oftentimes we talk like a... Religious imagery uh, paints the serpent as a as a liar and the devil incarnate himself. Serpent is actually totally honest and true on this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, devious, yes, Uh, uh, and 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 convincing. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's not like what 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 he said did come to pass. When you eat of it, you uh, you 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 gain the knowledge of good and evil. So uh, um, so dispelling one myth, uh, the serpent didn't lie. Uh, actually, told the truth. Uh, mm-hmm. Just gave them. So, we, it, so, in a way, he was the first bite of the apple because that was the first knowledge of that was in, 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 uh, imposing a knowledge that they didn't
1: have. That's true.
0: So, um, but uh, what do you, what do you make of this story? Uh, you're gonna you're gonna spend the entire sermon on this
1: reading, right? I easily could. <clears throat> I'm sure you could. They, first of all, it they don't die. Mm-hmm. That's the punchline: is that God breaks God's own rule mm-hmm. in the second chapter of the Bible. Yeah, um, well, third chapter technically. Um, does he, or doesn't? Doesn't he? He does. I mean, I, I could make the argument that he doesn't, but he says they would die if they eat from that fruit, and they did. They did because they became mortal. Yeah, but <laughs> but so what God said was true from a certain point of view. Actually, though, <laughs> if we read further in Genesis, they didn't become mortal. Ooh, so tell, tell. So, if you look at the story of Noah, mm-hmm. which incidentally, both the uh, Garden of Eden and the story of Noah, the Episcopal Church, sees as metaphors rather than history. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you look at the story of Noah... Say
0: say that again one more time, just so that we can also color the context of this
1: reading itself. Right. It is metaphor rather than history. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And in the story of Noah, it begins with God being concerned because gods have made gods, as in, with a little g, have mm-hmm. been interacting with humans in an intimate way, and therefore the humans have once again become immortal. Mm. And so the way that the story is framed of Noah is that it is to destroy immortality on the earth. I gotcha. Um, so in that way, there's no presumption that Adam and Eve lost their immortality, but instead hmm. what their existence was shifted dramatically. But now they had it's
0: to work. work. So then uh, in, in the world of metaphor, what, yeah. what ended up happening to them in the long run? I mean, they were banished, right? We know that part of the story. They were kicked out. They had children. Mm-hmm. Uh, and are among us today? I mean,
1: well, in theory, if if we if we follow the entire lineage, the entire storyline of the early chapters of Genesis,
0: notice, yeah, time
1: yeah.
0: <coughs> um, So they did die, Bruce.
1: <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> got him. <laughs> but that it, it shows how Genesis does not hold together as a book of history.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, I think, the, I think clearly as one reads it, it that should. I I, oh. have, I have difficulty imagining it it not being a thought that crosses your mind as a, as a reading like this seems.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean,
0: but you know, a, a sense of mysticism is is fine within the the church. I mean, there, there's <laughs> there's plenty of it to be found elsewhere. Right. But uh, yeah, it 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 does kind of scream as a book of metaphor,
1: I right. Mean, it's a beautiful set of poetry and imagery mm-hmm. um, that is full of truth, mm-hmm. even though it's not historic truth. Right. Um, you know, it's not describing actual events. So the metaphor here tells us mm-hmm. that God changed God's own mind immediately about one of his earliest rules mm. of eat the apple, you'll die. Oops, never mind. And by the way, it doesn't say apple, (laughs) just fruit. And in English, all fruit was called an apple. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's why they're pineapples. It was, oh, apple meant fruit, and then it could be modified with another syllable. Okay. Uh, so that's why in the early Bible translations, it says apple, because at that time in English, that meant fruit. Huh, I did not know that. Isn't, that's trivial, but
0: I think it's interesting. That is very interesting. Well, it just also goes to show how uh, we then take uh, uh, imagery, like where we draw imagery from uh, yeah. as, as uh, culturally. And, and kind of then uh, after time, it
1: becomes its own thing yeah um, and, and i i kind of accidentally used it so that's yeah. how deep it is in me yeah exactly probably um, mostly from like bugs bunny cartoons <laughs> it's still deep in there um but so it the so what many um people of deep faith have said is that from the earliest existence of humanity god has been merciful mm, and that that's mm-hmm. the point of the story of adam and eve And I think I've said on the podcast before that one of my dear friends who's a rabbi describes this not as a tale of original sin, Mm -hmm. which is how some Christians interpret it, but rather the tale of original provision, because God refuses to simply let them live in their scratchy fig leaves and Mm -hmm. instead provides them with better clothing, teaches them how to care for themselves, raise food for themselves. And we interpret that as punishment, but actually, God is giving them what of a they form need of to grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's a form of grace, um, uh,
0: and I think I said it on. It might have even just been last week's podcast talking about um, um, the way uh, justifying the difference between the old, some of the language of the Old mm-hmm. Testament and some of the language of the New Testament, and comparing us as as, as uh, Christianity followers of, Christ, of God uh, that. Um, it kind of follows along the line, the timeline of actually having children. Anybody who's a parent, like, and that's kind of to me, kind of what Genesis is. Is the Genesis is like the answer from God to the child who just learned how to talk and asked mm-hmm. you where babies come from, and yeah. and this is God going, long time ago, you know, there was mm-hmm. a stork, and you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, this is this is kind of like to me like the stork story for. Uh, people who yeah. are not yet ready to like cannot comprehend what what the true answer is, it, and we're probably still not, you know, right and, to the point where we could an- understand the full answer.
1: Yeah, that that two major points out of this story is, as I said, God's original provision, God's <clears throat> grace, and the how human free will came to be. Yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, it explains a couple of things that are pretty central to our existence, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: in ways that we could understand, right? Uh, so, uh, anything else on? Just for I, a- I love I love the the, the apple story. That, that's probably my favorite takeaway. So <laughs> it
1: may inspire
0: you for all of Lent. Yes, yes. I'm gonna go home and have an apple, and it won't be there. I end. think I'll have a pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's. I'm gonna have some blue apples. <laughs> yeah, and blue, Maybe little, little apple. blueberries. Um, so let's move on to Romans then. Alrighty. Chapter five, verse 12 through 19. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death came through sin. And so death spread to all because all have sinned. Sin was indeed in the world before the law, but sin is not reckoned when there is no law. Yet death exercised dominion from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sins were not like the transgression of Adam, who is a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if the many died through the one man's trespass, much more surely have the grace of God and the free gift in the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for the many. And the free gift is not like the effect of the one man's sin. For the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation, but the free gift of following many trespasses brings justification. If, because of the one man's trespass, Death exercised dominion through that one. Much more surely will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness exercise dominion in the life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Therefore, just as one man's trespass led to condemnation for all, so one man's act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all. For just as by the one man's disobedience the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. Uh, this is Paul, right? Is this one of his earlier letters? Is the Romans like where does it fall on uh, the, the the timetable for Pauline letters? I
1: don't think it's one of the earlier ones, um, because um, yeah, it's it's letter to the Romans, and Paul's work with the Romans was among the last things he did. Okay. Um so <clears throat> it's it was some it was sometime after the year fifty eight. Okay. And so he doesn't have much longer to live. Yeah. So it's not it's not one of his earlier ones. It it definitely feels Pauline. Oh yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> it, it is it does feel if your
0: eyes glazed over a little bit as I read that, you're not you're probably not alone. He he does it does his typical
1: over, weaving, over, and, over, weaving yeah. and weaving and weaving
0: um, and I use, I use the same words in a, the same way, in a slightly different way, but the same way. And here we go again. Yeah, exactly. He was a rambler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, more he was a repeater.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and I think we've said that before yeah. on the podcast. He says it so many different ways that one of them is bound to strike it. I mean, just – Yeah, to, and again, it's – Oh, be- that one made sense. It's oh, meant no, for
1: public reading, mm-hmm. and so you know, someone couldn't say, oh, stop, read that part again. And said it's, okay, here it comes again. Here right. it comes again. Here it comes again. Yeah, and it finally hits you. Um, what I made me
0: cock my head to the side a little bit as I read it there, though, was in verse 14. Um, um, even over those who, who whose sins were not like the transgression of Adam, so we're talking about Adam, who is a type of the one who was to come.
1: What does that mean? Well, type in this case, in the Greek, is
0: the, the one just to, just to backpedal into it. Uh, the the one who is to come is Jesus, right? That's that's traditionally a phrase that's right. kind of
1: that's yeah, who it, we're talking about. There's it. a presumption that <laughs> applies to Jesus, and a type in Greek is like the pattern, the the mold, the uh, prototype uh-huh. that all others are built from. Okay, so. Um, yeah, so Adam was the prototype for all humanity, but, or the first example. Right, right, right. But so he, but if he's the type of all humanity,
0: so this is uh, ironically uh, leading into our word of the day. Then yeah, as well. This is much. Paul kind of acknowledging, like, and that's where the one who is to come comes from. This is the the background. The it wasn't. It's not just a a statement about how. Um, you know, the, the, the Messiah comes from this line and fulfilling this prophecy and, but is human, uh, and, right. and, and not just a divine creation. So already in this, uh, Pauline book, he's kind of establishing Christology, right. uh, and, and that, that thought process and weaving that together, which I guess makes sense. Cause if you, it, it creates kind of a bookend story for, um, um, for sin, uh, or becoming human, human sin, uh, uh, that, uh, Adam is kind of like the, the, the beginning part of our, our human experience. And, and Christ is the one who gives like kind of, I shouldn't say resolve a resolution, but like a, 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 um, a, a tonic to that, to, to those decisions. And, yeah. um, as, as they say here at the end, um, one man's disobedience, that would be Adam. Uh, the many were made sinners, and one uh, by the one man's obedience, being Christ, uh, the many w- will be made righteous. So they're given, we're given kind of a resolution to, to to that. If only we
1: could have gone back to the garden. <laughs> garden sounded nice. Yeah, and one of the things to to think about is trying to get in. One of the things to think about <clears throat> is that. Paul, at this point, probably still has never read a gospel. Okay. Yeah. So there's this is the earliest one of the earliest Christologies. Paul's letters hold the earliest written down Christology in Christianity. So he is the first one to, in with written words, uh, struggle with the issues around Christology. Yeah. Okay. Um, would he have been? Would, was original
0: sin a concept back then? Did that, no, it didn't uh, okay. come along for about hundreds does, of years. It does kind of feel I it, I it couldn't quite tell if uh, we have taken passages like this and created original sin after the fact, right? Or if he was operating in a in a period of time where that was a thing and
1: um, kind of a kind of maybe addressing that. Um, yeah, nowhere in Paul. Is there any sense of the modern concept of original sin? Uh, I, I have to admit, we did a, a an adult forum on this not too long ago, so I'm trying not to repeat myself from that um, or from maybe I sneaked it into a podcast. Anyway, if Paul thoroughly believed in original sin, over and over he'd be talking about if people aren't baptized, they're going to hell. Mm, gotcha. And nowhere does Paul say anyone's going to hell.
0: Yeah. So so let's let's talk about that because if one were to talk about original sin and not know the meaning, it would sound as though like well, yeah, that story that we just read about Adam is the original sin, right? Isn't it? I mean that those words together make sense to describe that story, like. This di- di- uh, disobedience is the the OG sin,
1: <laughs> right?
0: Like uh, like the first and foremost of its kind, and and was and was uh the, the first. But that's really not what the term original right. sin means, right? So uh, real briefly, like well, you kind of I guess kind of hinted at it that the original sin is the con- conceptually that um. You you have something to specifically atone for, and if you don't address it, um, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. Yeah. So there's a there's a there's an active there's an active part of uh, uh, part of your existence that you need to fix.
1: Right. And <laughs> and that is inherent to your existence. Right. From um, conception. Hmm. Um. And for the Episcopal Church, it's not a doctrine we think is very important. And we don't say you can't believe in it, but we also are clear to say you don't have to believe in it. Right, right, right. That it's very, it's pretty trivial. Mm -hmm. Um, And that instead it's much more important to focus on God's grace and how easily we can access God's full forgiveness Mm -hmm. for everything in our lives. Yeah. Um,
0: And, and, we won't go any further down the rabbit hole, but just to, to, to bring it up, that's uh, uh, original sin is not the reason why we have infant baptism either.
1: No, no. Um, it's just so they get off the Although that, start. that is the reason
0: why I think I, we didn't start infant baptism. I believe that it was a tradition that was probably started based off that concept of original no, sin. No, well... would be my
1: guess. No, it actually had more to do with um, infant death that. Mm people weren't scared that their dying children were going to hell when infant baptism started. It's instead they really want the best for their children, and so let's get it to them as soon as possible, particularly if they're only going to live for two or three years. Mm. So why why wait? Um, and basically infant baptism started when it was no longer a death sentence on the Roman side to be baptized a Christian. Oh, okay. And it was like, man, Everyone should be baptized then, if it's legal now. Right. Why hold back? Just like
0: uh, just like uh, uh, tattoos, they're legal. Let's give them, <laughs> give, give them the children. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, 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 infant baptism is actually quite beautiful. It's just,
1: yeah. So. I recommend it highly. Yeah.
0: But well, you know,
1: whatever, whatever age you are, get baptized. It's a good thing. Anything else on Romans? Um, There's some real subtleties in um, language Uh that if you have a good translation, make this passage even more distant from concepts of original sin. Mm. Um, So if it's one you're really interested in, I, I recommend getting some good Bible commentaries and dictionaries and really digging into this and see how distant it is from the relatively modern concept of original sin. Hmm. Very good. Our gospel reading
0: for today is uh, Matthew 4, verse 1 through 11. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against the stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their splendor. And he said to him, All these I will give to you. If you will fall down and worship me, Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him and suddenly angels came and waited on him. Um, again, a very familiar story. Uh, we mm-hmm. read a version of this from, uh, I forget which, bo- which gospel book it was last it was year. Luke. But was it Luke last year? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, reads. Pretty much the same. This is where our forty-day concept of Lent comes from, right. during the the, the 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 temptation of Christ and his uh, uh, the 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 forty days, forty nights wandering in the wilderness. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Which you, no, you, sorry, and you very nicely conflated two descriptions.
0: Yes, yes where I it's did.
1: forty years the Israelites wandered in the wilderness, mm-hmm. but forty days Jesus fasted in right. the wilderness. Right, and that's a very conscious um connection as well
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um absolutely yeah and and uh um and an interesting thing it, i think you had talked uh um at one point in time talking about how uh jesus every now- and now and again one time alone um, yeah uh and this is one of those 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 instances mm-hmm. and it kind of does one of the things that I, I don't know is if it's covered in the end of chapter three. But one of the things that's kind of curious is, why did, like, what led him to go and do this? What was the... His baptism. Okay, so so he was baptized, and he decided to go into the wilderness to fast and pray about it and to ponder the change that had occurred in his life.
1: Yeah, that this, it was time for him to start his public ministry. Uh-huh. And so these, traditionally, these 40 days are seen <clears throat> as Jesus's final preparation for... Uh, the following one to three years before he'd be crucified.
0: So why don't we just have Lent uh, the 40 days after we're baptized?
1: Because <laughs> we live longer than one to three years. <laughs> and, 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 and and we require yearly reminders. <laughs> yeah. And we don't have that amount of divinity that right. Christ had. Right. So, yeah, we we need the um, remedial course. Right, right, right. Over and over. Um, I think I had
0: said it last year, but I'm still constantly I, I'm I'm always fascinated with this idea that uh um this for me, this this uh, passage and, and this story isn't uh isn't so much uh I'm gonna bring it back to Christology. How about that? Ooh. Um uh isn't so much to uh put forward this uh th- this idea of of uh you know Conquering the devil right. and and overcoming, uh, uh, you know, you know, putting him in his place. One of the aspects of this that makes it real to me is the thought that this actually would have been a temptation. Yeah, the, the story of the temptation of Christ has no relevance if it was never really a, a temptation, right? So, and it would not have been a temptation had he not had a human side. There if he was fully divine, he would have been like. Dude, I could do this all day. You know, <laughs> right, forty days in the wilderness. <laughs> Let me show you. I could do forty years of, and, and fast, and it's no big deal because I'm divine. Right, uh, right. This is this is his his vulnerability, which is yeah. which which uh, is what then colors what's to come in forty days uh, yep. uh, in our in our liturgical uh, calendar, because it's uh, uh, that sacrifice again means nothing if it was like
1: no big deal to him. Right, if if. The crucifixion and resurrection were simply special effects, mm-hmm. you know, cgi divine. divinity. Right, right, right. I was divine the whole time. Yeah. You thought you killed me? Yeah. Nothing. It, it would reduce you the meaning nothing. tremendously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: but I also like the, the uh, and I don't think it's in Luke. Maybe I, I, I'm wrong on that. But uh, I, I like the way this ends, talking about after the devil leaving him, angels come and wait on him. uh, uh Kind of gives me like this imagery of a boxer in between rounds. He goes back into his corner and the angels come over and, you know, bring some water on his head. And,
1: You're right. This and, is yeah, because the uh, a form of Good the, job,
0: Jesus. That was a good <laughs> round. That was a good round. Keep those gloves up. <laughs>
1: I'll have to drive that out of my head while I'm preparing for the service.
0: But he's yeah. coming at you with that lip. <laughs>
1: Keep blocking it and dodging encounter. (laughs) And and you're right. It only occurs in Matthew. Mark and Luke both have temptation stories. Yes. Uh Based on the the same event. Um, In Luke, it's just the tempter leaves Mm -hmm. and will return at a more opportune time. Um, In Mark, it just says, oh, the angels minister to him. And uh, in Matthew, there's this whole... And... Yeah, there is this whole long Mm -hmm. um, jousting match with the tempter. And yeah, then the cornermen come in and (laughs) slap some water on it. Right, 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 right. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, What is
0: interesting about that also, though, is um, the last temptation, uh, or uh, um, the second temptation does talk about like, throw yourself off this pinnacle. Uh, mm-hmm. and God will command his angels to come uh, to your, to your, to your aid. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, much has been said about, uh, um, why that would be a temptation and, and, and that makes sense cause it would make his, his, uh, the divinity side of him known to everybody mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and, and create a story that would be undeniable. Right. I, <laughs> you don't think he's the son of God. <laughs> I saw like nine angels come out of heaven <laughs> and catch him midair. Yeah. Um, uh, but he, he says no, no to that, gets rid of that temptation. And then at the end, the angels do come down. Yeah. So it's not that he, it, it wasn't so much like to physically like catch him from, but this is like a, a proverbial catching him from the fall. So he didn't physically fall, but potentially exhausted and and needing respite. He still got
1: his angels at the end. <laughs> but big difference is that it was in private. Correct. That if like you said, if there were suddenly nine angels catching him on the right above the steps of the temple, there would have been hundreds of people probably going, Hey, look at that. Whereas Holy crap. Yeah. Whereas the experience of the angels <clears throat> for Jesus takes place with no one else, no other human around in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole different way of Jesus experiencing the grace of God. that yeah. Again, a model mm-hmm. for our own spiritual lives that um, we can't expect public vindication of our Christian ethics and life. Yeah. That if we... <laughs> And instead, it's most likely going to be in private that we get the sense that we're on the right path.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that's a that's a very good point to to create a parallel. Is that that the, the the public aspect of of our private spiritual lives is is that those those two aren't really we we try to make them. Match each other, but to to be completely honest, it's it's one of those things that what you your your what you do in your private relationship with God is probably not going to be you know get you public great public recognition. Yeah. That's yeah, and that's not the point. If, right, if your point is to seek. That would be you. You were falling into one of these one of these temptations. Of the, the, yeah, the, you were that,
1: falling into the world. The tempter. Yeah, the, uh,
0: gives you get to I, rule
1: the world. Temptation.
0: I find it interesting that Matthew chooses to use the word the tempter at one point, and then uh, Christ's uh, rebuke uh-huh. is says Satan.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or
0: of course that's our translation too. So I wonder if that.
1: Mm-hmm. And, I
0: assume they are different words because they're translated differently later.
1: I, yeah, and I believe that's right, and it's not. I don't want to take this time to look it up at the moment, um, but part of it is to remind ourselves, or it's an opportunity to remind ourselves, that in the in Scripture, Satan is more of a um, prankster tempter yeah. than an embodiment of evil. Right. And you know he's not someone you want to take life advice from, mm-hmm. but he's also not someone who is simply trying to destroy you. Right. Yeah, this is and and which is which is kind of what
0: plays into the 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 idea of, you know, this uh, like this is the the manifestation of our human frailty, right? This right. is uh, you know our our
1: competing interests working yeah. against us. Well, there there's I I'm blanking on the name of it. It's on Netflix. There's a movie in which a human gets to be godlike. And it's not Bruce Almighty. It's, I was going to say
0: I've seen that movie. Yeah,
1: <laughs> And you know, part of the the idea is if we had the power to change the world mm-hmm. on a divine like with divine power, which is one of the temptations that mm-hmm. uh, Jesus is given, we'd fail at it because yeah. we're human. Yeah. Um, and that's part of what Jesus is wise enough about himself at that moment to know, yeah, this this would never work, even though it's really tempting. Mm-hmm. It would never work. One last question I have,
0: uh, just because for whatever reason I'm blanking on it, and I think you probably explained it, maybe even this time last year. (laughs) Um, But uh, that first temptation, why is it just to break the fast? Like, uh, uh, I mean, it seems like such a low level temptation compared to uh, the other two, which are like one is like rule this world that you're uh that you're you're here to save yeah. so you could be the benevolent ruler you want to be
1: yeah
0: uh the other is like uh uh you know show off uh, some
1: immortality so show your
0: immortality uh, uh it, it, kind of like a vanity kind of a deal yeah eat something is it seems like such a low bar for for a temptation <laughs> Jesus, you should really eat. I'm just saying.
1: (laughs) Turn this stone into bread. be fine. And think about how helpful that is then to our daily lives. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what was the, you know, it's not so much these other ones. I
0: guess one is vanity and one is, you know, uh, I'm not sure, power, uh, desire for power, kind of have sinful uh, uh, natures. But it's not like, you know, he's saying, "Go to the steps of the temple and turn this rock into into bread meat yeah. in front of everybody." It's just like eat something,
1: just have a little bit
0: of eat, <laughs> and it's suspicious a uh, little because of who it is, but yeah. it's not. But but not so much like, uh, "Oh my gosh!" Like that's you know that's look at that trap, that temptation trap.
1: Well, it, it it's a it, two things about this. First is we have to remember that when this is being. You know, pen to paper, mm-hmm. the author knows the rest of the gospel already. Okay. It's not like it's trying to figure out his character motivation and how the plot's going to play out. So the author of Matthew knows that down the road, Jesus is going to basically make bread out of virtually nothing to feed the thousands. Mm-hmm. So this temptation would be to do it just for himself. Okay. And, yeah. Rather than the way that that kind of power is supposed to be used in a grace-filled manner, which is it's for the benefit of thousands of hungry people.
0: Okay. Very so good. it's
1: it you know so many executives in our modern American world get in trouble because they think they deserve a special privilege.
0: Yeah, that's so, a, that's a good point.
1: So that's that point. That's the category this falls into.
0: Okay. Okay, that makes sense.
1: Well, very good. Uh, so.
0: I I think that's, I think that's it for, for, we've, I've droned on. I, I apologize. A lot of this is my fault. Um, so this was your podcast for, unless you have something else. You just, look at me just, like,
1: just, just it's Lent So you're forgiven. Oh, see, <laughs> thank
0: you. Like, Way to bring it back around. Yeah. Uh, so this was your podcast for March 1st, 2020. Uh, again, quick plugs are sure of Tuesday, uh, pancake supper five to seven, uh, five to seven. Uh, pricing on that real quick is uh, $3 for children, 5 for an individual uh, uh, above 10 uh, years of age, or if you have a family, $15 flat. Uh, uh, if you have a family of nine, $15 flat. If you what have a deal. family of four, you have $15 flat. Um, gluten-free pancakes. Gluten-free are pancakes will be there. Yeah, some sausages. Uh, and then uh, um, uh, Ash Wednesday service at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, with or without Sad Jesus. Uh, uh, not so sad Jesus. I'm going to try to see if I can find this painting and put it up on the TV monitors <laughs> uh, for, for Ash Wednesday.
1: I'm Saddest see <laughs> Ash Wednesday ever. Saddest Ash <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the following Sunday, uh, 8 and 10. 8 and 10? And at the 9 o'clock forum, we'll be talking about personal prayer. Now we've moved on from uh, uh, politics, huh? Yeah, those were great and gave us some... Uh, Current event topics we'll look at after Easter, like yeah. talking about racism and economic disparity and all sorts of fun things.
0: <laughs> We're going to need a lot of sad Jesus. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, no. Uh, there, there's, there's energetic very,
0: conversations. There's very good topics to, be have, yeah. uh, 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 to have because uh, I think... Not talking about them is 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 pretty detrimental, yeah. and I think we avoid a lot of times uh, talking and and more importantly listening to each other on on such things. That's so right. That's a that's a, um, a good thing. You're do you're doing the good work. Thank you're, you. Good job. So uh, uh, hopefully we'll see you this Sunday uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and, and, uh, Tuesday, and Tuesday and Wednesday. And Tuesday and Wednesday. If <laughs> you're I'm not look- here, if you're not here every day during Lent, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Jesus is sad, because um, you're not there. Um, but uh, but yeah, so. Uh, uh, we look forward to, uh, to, to seeing you. Uh, and until next time, I'm Ben. And I'm Bruce. And we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.